This week on Excelsior Journeys, my guest is best-selling author Chelsea Banning. Last December, Chelsea was ready to celebrate the launch of her novel, Of Crowns and Legends, but unfortunately, only two people showed up for it. However, social media showed up for her as an amazing reminder that this technology can still be used for good. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire, and you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for And that's you, what the I moment? taught myself how to draw, was actually the Little Mermaid, drawing stills Life of Ariel. I've got better things to do tonight than so die. He jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater with and saying, I'm going to write Halloween I'm sex. rather impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the corner. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. You know, yeah. throw some spaghetti yeah. against the wall. See this if it is sticks. George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Saroy. Thank you so much for being here, and thank you so much for tuning in for over 180 episodes. I'm getting very close to 200 episodes, and with everything on the horizon, it's safe to say 2023 will be an amazing year. The Once Upon a Podcast Network is getting ready for its launch this February. Nine other shows will be joining Excelsior Journeys, and we're all focused on providing content that will be inspiring, motivating, celebrating, and even rejuvenating for creatives of all kinds. Also, rehearsals have begun for the upcoming audio adaptation of my young adult science fiction novel, Excelsior. We have our full cast. Every one of them is magnificent. Our music composers and sound designers are hard at work, and we're all preparing for the two-part production taking place on the Clubhouse app in March of 2023. For more information, please look for hashtag Excelsior Audio Drama on all social media platforms. Now, speaking of social media, every now and then we experience the good side of this technology, shining a beacon through the constant darkness. And we saw this on full display on its most infamous platform, Twitter. This past December, author Chelsea Banning had just launched her novel of Crowns and Legends. And just like any other author, she got her launch party planned and she was excited to see over 30 RSVPs. But unfortunately, that excitement turned to disappointment when only two people actually showed up. So after she shared this information on Twitter, it wasn't long before she started getting encouraging replies, not just from friends, but from fellow authors and very well-established authors. I remember seeing a tweet from Neil Gaiman telling Chelsea that he and Terry Pratchett didn't get anyone showing up for their launch of Good Omens. So she actually had two more than them. And the support that was flooding in was amazing to see. And even better, these worldwide bestsellers started promoting Chelsea's book and encouraging people to show up for her later events. And with that kind of promotion, that also came acknowledgement from mainstream media, including the Wall Street Journal. And thankfully, when I reached out to Chelsea and invited her to join me here on Excelsior Journeys, she was able to make the time in her now very busy schedule to share this tremendous story here. So it is my pleasure to introduce to you, Chelsea Banning. Chelsea, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I am doing terrific. Congratulations on all of this, 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 sudden, this sudden exposure, this great success. I'm really, really thrilled for you. And I understand that Of Crowns and Legends has reached a best-selling list, correct? Yes, on Amazon and bookshop.org, as well as Barnes & Noble, it hit quite a few bestseller lists. So it's very exciting. 
That's fabulous. That and that and what you what you've experienced is really something that so many authors, myself included, just like would love to ha- to see happen to them. So that's it's great to see that this magic that social media can can have has been known to have still has it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And that's a big reason why this story took off so much is because we're so used to arguments and debates and just awful stuff with social media. So to see something so wholesome really take off is really what caught people's eye. True. And and at the same time, though, like the, the great the w- another thing just to keep in mind, and that's something that I want to make sure that everyone is fully aware of. This was not just in great people went ahead and chimed in and all of a sudden it was a big success. People still had to read the book. People still had to enjoy the book. And that comes down to you. You're the one that had to write it. So that's something that that some people I think like would would definitely try to ignore while attempting to downplay what's what happened over this past month. But that's one thing that I think a lot of people really need to remember is that none of this happens if the book itself can't sustain itself. Yeah, and I'm I'm really glad to see that people like it. And of course, I, I also, there's people that don't like it. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Your book's not going to be for everyone. But I have been getting a lot of messages and tags just of people falling in love with the book. And that is just, I mean, that's just amazing. I mean, that's the dream. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, like seeing seeing pictures of on social media that other readers have taken, just showing bookshelves in Barnes and Noble, just like, look, it's here, look, it's yeah. over, it's over here. Like that's that's exciting. It's exciting. It's it's something that really it 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 you want to root. People want to root for you. People want to oh. root for this book's success. So that's I I am I'm excited to see it. So so let's let's jump back really quickly just to like really kind of the beginning of it all like what I like to call the lightning bolt moment which is that moment in everyone's life when they experience something or hear something see something whatever and they decide that's the path I want to go on. Now what was it about writing that set you on that path in the first place? So we we'll actually have to travel all the way back to 11th grade in high school a little over 15 years ago. And my high school English teacher did a huge project on King Arthur and she made it so much fun. We got to choose between like making a a magazine or like uh, filming scenes from Lamorte d'Arthur or like writing a fairy tale. And I chose to write a little fairy tale and it just kind of evolved from there. I got a spark of writing about fairies and I really liked King Arthur and I fell in love with the characters, especially doing this project and kind of making these characters real rather than like these mythical poetic heroes with the fancy language and stuff. When you have hilarious videos of Lancelot running around with a sheet because he's a hermit now, it's just hilarious (laughs) to see all the videos that the kids made And that kind of sparked it because it kind of made the characters a little more relatable. So, and I just got the idea and I just kept writing. That's great. And I I love that it was King Arthur that did it because that's Mm -hmm. that's what was the initial spark for what would become the main character in my trilogy, Excelsior. Because watching the 81 movie Excalibur, 
in English class and yeah. learning about the character and everything. That's really what sparked sparked that character. And now he's I'm just celebrating 30 years of his existence. And he's got his audio drama that's going to be coming out in a couple of months through Clubhouse. So oh, that's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a wild ride, and that's it, I, I still can't believe like how far that character's gone. So the fact that it was it was King Arthur, like that 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 legend really did sprout so many different seeds for so many different people, didn't it? Yeah, it, it did. There's just something about it that people have latched onto. I, it's like the ultimate story, the ultimate hero's journey, and fairy tale, and tragedy, and. I think what really set it off is, especially with more modern retellings, are mm -hmm. the relationships and and the found family and just the the something to believe in. Especially with like Arthur, he he basically personifies hope. Yeah, and people need that. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, and and. The, yeah, there's so many different layers to that character, and so many different layers to that man himself, and and. Mm -hmm just giving so much inspiration to so many different people. So, so of crowns and legends, is that a King Arthur style story or is that something, something brand new? So it, it is a King Arthur, I'm calling it a King Arthur reimagining. So it actually mm -hmm. takes place 20 years after Arthur died and it follows oh, nice. the children he and Guinevere were never supposed to have. So ah. Camelot, yeah, Camelot's still around and you see, you know, recognizable characters, Gawain, Percival, and new characters with Ariadne and Anwil. They're the twins that weren't mm -hmm. supposed to exist. And it's their adventures of living under Arthur's shadow. And there's old enemies, new enemies, and all kinds of adventure and magic thrown in. Oh, it's fabulous. That sounds like so much fun. I'm definitely going to be be giving this a read myself because I think it's... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because and so the so the book comes out. So you, mm -hmm. you release the book and everything. And mm -hmm. let's. It seems like December fourth seems so long ago. Yeah. During everything that's happened, I I can't even fathom it. I can't even imagine what you what you're going through with with everything here. And so you make that post. Now, mm -hmm. what you know, like? I I'm always like I'm very hesitant about to put up a post like that because i because like mm -hmm. the back of my head is just like it's it's gonna feel like you you just want a pity party but that's not but you let it out and i applaud you for doing that i'm thrilled to see that because you it was a frustrating situation there was a good amount of people that said that they were going to be coming and it was only two people that showed up correct yes only two people came about 37 had said they were going and it it did it. The reason it really kind of bummed me out is that I'm my friends do show up when they say they mm -hmm. do. <laughs> yeah. Like for my release, we had a huge party out at Ayers Castle at the Cleveland Metro Parks. It's this mm -hmm. little castle that was built, oh, I think in like the late 1800s or something that's part of the Metro Parks now. And we had a big photo shoot and I took video. They all dressed up as my characters and stuff. So when I had this book signing, I was like, oh, yeah, everyone's going to come out. And then they didn't. And I learned later, mm. I don't blame them because it was the perfect storm of the weather was bad and everyone mm -hmm. was getting sick and just stuff. So it's like, I, I don't blame them. And, con and I've been joking with them that I'm like, oh, what? I'm really glad you didn't actually come out. <laughs> 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 so, and yeah, because so like, if, if they like, showed up. 
if they showed up, it would have been just like, hey, look at these pictures from from the release party, and that would have been it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they and they're we all got a good sense of humor. So they were joking too. Like they're like, Well, I did feel bad, but you're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so that tweet goes out, and then was it Neil Gaiman who provided the first spark? No, actually. So I tweeted it in the morning and then I didn't check anything until late evening. So I don't I don't really know who was like the very first to reply. But the mm-hmm. first names I remember seeing were Robin Hobb, Jody mm-hmm. Pickolt and Henry mm-hmm. Winkler. And wow. Yeah. And I think it talk, was Henry talk about Winkler. good company right there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Henry Winkler's tweet that really shot it off. Um, Because it kind of made it outside of the writing community and got like the bigger names, like even Ming Na Wen replied. And yeah, that was awesome. That was my favorite. Called me a woman warrior, so Mm -hmm. my life is made. And then even like Flava Flav and Sean Cassidy and Margaret, and then and then the big Margaret Atwood, yeah, yeah. Margaret Atwood, Stephen King, Neil Gaiman. Stephen King was actually late to the party. He didn't reply to like (laughs) Monday. And my husband was really excited about that one. He's his favorite author. I'm sure. Oh, he I'm was sure. so excited. He was joking. He's like, "Can you tell him I love him?" Now, the funny thing is that, like, like, like Neil really kind of, like, he kind of feels like the author's author. It's like he, he the way he carries himself is yes. exactly what everyone wants to do. Like how everyone wants to be as oh, as a successful author. So, yeah. like, you know, when I I remember when I saw that that post. I was like, something big is happening here. Like, and there was, it was, it was one of those things where just like, you just know, you can, you can, it's not, it's, it's a, it's a rare occasion to actually see social media in play, like as it, as it was, like as it was going on in real time. And it was so cool to see like all these different people just like really kind of giving, giving their support and telling their stories about their own issues with with their own signings like the the way that the way that neil said he and terry had their good omen signing and zero people showed up and he was like so you're two up on us like yeah that's awesome that's <laughs> yeah and and like i in the back of your mind when you're kind of in the writing community that book signings are hard and that the big authors started somewhere but it, it's kind of hard to fathom because they're so popular and yeah the writing community has always been so supportive, especially like Mm -hmm. the indie and self-publishing community. We've always been so supportive of each other. And to, for, because of Henry Winkler, other people outside of the writing community saw how encouraging and supportive we've always been. Mm -hmm. So that was really nice for everyone to see. And yeah, that's, that's a great, that's a great thing to, to mention there as well, because it, opens the door to a, to a lot of these bigger names mm-hmm. about to this community. Like I, we yeah. really, when like there, there, of course there are still some that are out there that will try to tear other people's rev- books down with reviews or okay. whatever to try to lift them their own up like that. That's, that happens in every industry. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, we're no, we're no stranger to that, but, uh, but right. overall it's really a feeling of when one of us succeeds, we all succeed. And, oh, definitely. Yeah, you know, and like, um, yeah. You know, I, I, ho- I hope you don't mind like us kind of putting you on our sh- on our shoulders as our as our current <laughs> champion right now because this is this is a great thing. 
what you're what you're doing right now is is a great thing. And so with the what was it like to get the the mainstream media all of a sudden taking taking interest? Oh, it was a whirlwind and it was so surreal and I'm I'm really hoping and like you said, I'm kind of like the the champion. I'm really hoping <laughs> I can kind of use that to give indie and self-published writers more attention because yeah. my book is self-published and to see it on Walmart and target.com and mm-hmm. to see it in major retail, major retail stores, because before all this happened, it, um, it was on barnesandnoble.com, but because it was self-published, they don't stock it unless like you somehow talk to the manager and say, Hey, I'm local. And, and they'll be like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess maybe we can. So it's really, mm-hmm. really hard for self-published authors, especially self-published authors to get their books anywhere outside of Amazon. And we all know that Amazon is kind of a double-edged sword. It's great for indie authors, but it's awful for mainstream bookstores because yep. of what they do. And so to have all this attention on a self-published book that doesn't happen. Like that just doesn't happen. So I'm hoping with all of this, it really gives indie and self-published books a much better light. It takes away that stigma. Yeah, absolutely. That stigma is, is, it's, it's that it's, it's like glitter. It's just not really going (laughs) to completely go away. Uh, So, so just a couple other questions before we wrap this up really quickly. First of all, can you tell, just give us, give us the name and, uh, the the location and the address and the date of the next signing that's going to be taking place. Absolutely. So it is going to be January 28th from 1 to 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. at Pretty Good Books in Ashtabula, Ohio. The address is 4535 Main Avenue, Ashtabula, 44004. And it's not just me that's going to be there. We are highlighting other local self and indie published authors as well. And we also have some big names who I am very lucky to know. Genevieve Gornachek, who is the USA bestselling author of The Witch's Heart, and Mm -hmm. the award-winning author who is my old writing professor, actually, Christopher Barzak, is also going to be there. So yeah, we've got- fabulous. Yeah, we've got quite a few local authors as well as comic book artists and a couple artists who make like bookish merchandise stuff. So it's going to be a party and it's going to be so much fun. Oh, man, I'm hope I hope you're taking pictures because it's oh, going to be pictures, video, all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's great. And can you give a shout out to this is this is really a, a great moment to actually kind of share this for everyone, yeah. because as this, as a self-pub indie author. It says like, yeah, you're going alone, but you're not really going alone because Mm -hmm. you have a team with you. Uh, So can you give a shout out to your cover designer, your editor, your beta readers, et cetera? Oh, absolutely. So my editor was wonderful. Her name was also Chelsea and she works at Enchanted Inc. Publishing owned by Natalia Lee. My cover designer is Stephanie from Seventh Star Art. And, oh gosh, my beta readers were a bunch of my friends, Chad, David, Allie. Oh gosh, there's so many. My (laughs) husband was a big help. He jousts and does fight choreography and stuff. So he was a big help with the fight scenes and helping me make them realistic. And just there, I I have a lot of names in the acknowledgements. So make sure everybody checks out the acknowledgements in the back of my book for all of that. Excellent. 
Excellent. These are the kinds of stories that I love to hear. Yes, we authors have to put in the work to make our books the best they can possibly be, but it really does make a huge difference when worldwide bestsellers, one after the other, reach out their hands and offer just a little bit of support to another author. Proving what Kevin Smith once said to be absolutely true, it costs nothing to encourage an artist. By taking just a few seconds out of their days, these men and women have changed someone's life for the better. I'm very appreciative of those who did this for Chelsea, and I hope that this will inspire other authors to reach out to those in our amazing community and offer their support and their good words and their encouragement, because really, when one of us succeeds, we all succeed. So keep supporting your fellow creatives, because the work you've been waiting for your whole life to experience is on its way. So for Chelsea Banning, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward, and I will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com.